You are Locked On Texans, your daily Houston Texans podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. of Locked on Texans, your daily Texans talking news update. And you know what? I just love saying this, so you're going to hear it. You can be anywhere in the world. Your ear can at least be. And right now, you're sharing your ear with us. And we appreciate that you're here with us. John, some sports guy Hickman, along with my co-host, Cody Davis, and please remember to subscribe to Locked On Texans on Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Megaphone, and Spotify, and of course, the brand new You Can Argue That Sports.com. Today is Tuesday, which means happy Taco Tuesday to you, John. I know you love tacos. You always try to make that into a daily, a weekly routine to eat tacos on Tuesdays. Unlike me, I'm not really a big fan of it, but hey, it is what it is. Um, But (laughs) nonetheless, happy Tuesday, ladies and gentlemen. And once again, this is Locked On Texans, your daily podcast covering your Houston Texans. Um, There's a lot to talk about, a lot to discuss, especially with next week being free agency. As you know, there are several quarterbacks that are out on the market and there is a possibility that one quarterback might come down to the AFC and shake up this division, not only for their team, but for your Houston Texans as well. So we were getting that into the second segment. But first, John has some very, I'm going to call it important and good news, you know. Yeah, listen, man, the spirit of Bob McNair, whether you liked him or not, is still thriving throughout this organization because one thing I, I always want to tell people, if you don't know what Bob McNair and Janice have done for the city in regards to donations, you need to really do some research. That YMCA off MLK and Griggs has done so much for the community uh, along, but they're very charitable. The Houston Texans, along with the Jaguars and Colts, they gave a joint donation to the Tennessee Tornado Foundation. Uh, well, fun, rather. The Titans are the Texans rivals, as we know. And, you know, that's something we're going to get into a little bit, which is why I thought it was important to uh, bring this up. Also because, hey, we have DJ Reader, who was a Walter Payton Man of the Year uh, finalist. We, we know what J.J. Watt has done for the city of Houston in their own tragedy, well, our own tragedy. Um, and this is what we do, right? You you may get pissed off about games. You may get pissed off about playoffs, but this is a part of the DNA for Houston. And to be able to help donate $100,000 to your rival city, it just continues to speak volumes about with this organization is about. As I mentioned earlier in the segment, there are several quarterbacks around the NFL who will have 
a new address comes the start of the 2020 season. And as you guys probably know by now, next week is the start of the NFL free agency. Teams and players are able to start negotiating amongst one another on Monday. Tuesday, players are officially able to make a verbal commitment to their possible new teams. There's a lot going on right now, and I'm I'm kind of sad in a way. This is both a good and a bad thing. I'm kind of sad knowing that the Houston Texans may not be in the madness. It's a good thing because that means a lot of positions are are are, are full. And it's it's also a bad thing because hey, it's just it's always create create a lot of fun speculations that's going on. But there is one guy who for the first time in his career is a free agent. And that man name is Tom the Goat Brady. <laughs> Tom Brady for the first time in his career will be a free agent. And there is a lot of speculation going on about where will Brady sign. There's been talks about him going to Los Angeles to play for the Chargers. Me personally is hoping for him to stay in New England. I touched on this last week. I hate to see a great player ruin his image by signing with a random team that doesn't make sense. Who but cares about neither, images? That's neither here or there. At the end of the day, rumors are starting to circulate more and more and more each day that Tom Brady might be headed to the Tennessee Titans. Now, John, yeah. I'm going to start with you. And I'm going to share my thoughts on this. We touched on this, I want to say, two weeks ago when there was reports that Phillip Rivers were having interest in seeing what the Indianapolis Colts had available. Now there's talks that Tom Brady might come down to the AFC South and be a part of the Tennessee Titans. A Tennessee Titan team, by the way, who at the end of the season was arguably the best team in the league. They have arguably the one of the best running backs in the league in Derrick Henry, and they made it all the way to the AFC Championship game. Do you or do you not? If Tom Brady heads to Tennessee, do you believe that's enough to dethrone the Houston Texans and they will take over this division, let's say, at least for the next two seasons? Well, before I even get into what that means for Houston, I want to say you know, Brady was a Jimmy Kimmel, uh, Jules. They were sitting on the sideline uh, of a game, and uh, Jules, you know, he he kind of mouthed off, he's coming back, he's coming back. And then you also, you evidently see Tom Brady mouth back. He's not. And then he's on FaceTime with uh, Mike Vrabel, former teammate, current Tennessee Titan coach. So that's where a lot of the speculation comes in at. But let me just say this. If I'm Tennessee, I'm getting the deal done with Ryan Tannehill. Mm. Much younger. Much more dynamic right now for your team. He did not have a fair shot, I believe, at winning that number one job. I think if they would have won, uh, if Tannehill would have won that number one job, uh, like he should have at the beginning of the season, rather than halfway through the Tennessee Titans. I mean, and here's the thing. They still ended up in the best-case scenario in the AFC title game. So you still win, but you can be a much more dangerous team throughout the season, and maybe you flip and get home field advantage. Who knows? 
I'm just not big on the Brady free agent train right now. I'm honestly not. Uh, now, if if that move is made, the question now becomes, does Brady take the Titans to the next level, to the next step? Like, what does Brady bring for Tennessee? What does a Tom Brady who had an 88 pass rating last season, 24 touchdowns, eight interceptions, yes, he had 4,057 yards. What does that Tom Brady bring for the Tennessee Titans? And the answer is nothing. Nothing at all. And it seems like Tennessee hasn't fully committed to Derrick Henry yet, right? That is the scariest beast in this division outside of who I believe maybe Deshaun Watson or DeAndre Hopkins. You get that deal done with Derrick Henry, you go ahead and re-up with Ryan Tannehill at $28, $29 million per year, give or take, and then you go from there. But Tom Brady does not put the Tennessee Titans over the top in the AFC South standings. No, I don't I don't think that he makes them the next elite team at all. What I saw out of Tom Brady last year, the Titans are really better off with sticking with Ryan Tannehill, and that's the gone honest truth. Um, first and foremost, I don't believe that the Tennessee Titans are going to let Derrick Henry walk in free agency. Um, one, if they allow him to walk in free agency, ownership just needs to sell their team. Hell, sell them to St. Louis and or, or, or Oakland. Give them another shot at having a, a football franchise. But I personally do believe if the Tennessee Titans part ways with Tannehill and they are able to sign Tom Brady, I do believe that might be enough to put them over the hump. And I only say that due to the fact you gave the stat. Tom Brady is not the guy who we all came, who we all became loving and accustomed to over the years. But at the end of the day, a good Tom Brady is still better than at least 75% of the quarterbacks in the league. Let's say possibly 80. Yeah, but you have to ask yourself, is he better than what Brian Tannehill was last season? I was going no. to get to that, and, and I, I think he would be because – No. But, but let me finish. First and foremost, you would be putting Tom Brady in a position where he would not have to carry a offense that much because you got Derrick Henry in the backfield. If he signs if he signs with the Tennessee Titans, you cannot sit here and tell me that Tom Brady is not walking into a situation where he has the best run game he has ever had in his career. Then – Every single week in 2019, we have heard this constantly. Tom Brady needs a receiver. Tom Brady needs a receiver. Tom Brady doesn't have the weapons that he needs to to excel. They tried it with Brown, and you saw how that worked out, unfortunately. He's going to be walking into a team who has A.J. Brown, one of the best young and -and up-and-coming players in this league. So... If they was that good with Ryan Tannehill, no disrespect to Ryan Tannehill, he had a pretty good season, especially when they made him the starting quarterback. I mean, you you saw where he took that team. And, and not only that, he will be able to provide them some kind of veteran leadership where if they are in a AFC championship game and they are ahead, they can rely on Brady's leadership to take them over the hump unlike what happened a couple months ago when they played against Kansas City. 
once again. Well, no, wait a minute. They got up. They got up. Now they got up on Kansas City, just like we did. Kansas City is a team that you can make a lot of exceptions for when, you, when it comes to judging. Well, the Texas Bowl 24-0, but Kansas City is Kansas City. It's the same thing. I understand that, but at the end of the day, I would much rather go out with Tom Brady as my quarterback when I see them start making a comeback because th that that's veteran leadership that you need on a team. I would much rather be in that situation with Tom Brady versus being in that situation with Ryan Tannehill because at some point, somebody needs to bring the team back when the team gets shook, and you saw what happened to us, and, and, and it was the same thing with Tennessee. So I do believe at the end of the day, if they are able to keep their core together, you replace Tannehill with Tom Brady. That's like replacing a Corolla, a Toyota Corolla, to a Lexus. Like the Corolla is a good car. But if you could get that upgrade, that nice upgrade, why not do it? Well, I'll tell you this. The Patriots tried to mount a comeback against Tennessee with Tom Brady on the field. It didn't go over well. And this is how I kind of want to end off how I feel. At some point, us as fans, because I have grew up watching Tom Brady become the sixth-round draft pick to battling out Drew Blessow to getting the starting job after Blessow goes down to Blessow coming back and becoming healthy. And then Tom Brady is inserted in for the remainder of his career to the good quarterback, to the great game manager, to, oh, my gosh, he is in the GOAT talk. So you know what? Down 24-3 in Atlanta, look what Tom Brady does. Solidification of I'm the greatest of all time. I get it. I love Brady. But you got to – I really want to know, and you got to ask yourself, everybody else out there, if Brady comes to Tennessee, is he going to be better than what Ryan Tannehill was? No. Ryan Tannehill had half a season with Tennessee, and he had a better season last year than what Brady did with the New England Patriots. Yes, he would have Derrick Henry. Yes, he would have A.J. Brown. But those are the same key elements that Ryan Tannehill has. Brady wants thirty-plus million dollars. Ryan Tannehill can—you can get to Ryan Tannehill for twenty-eight, twenty-nine million dollars, I believe. Why not go cheaper and younger than go older? And you're doing it for nostalgic reasons, and because well, I—you know what—I used to play for my buddy. Me and Brady were cool. We were buddy buddy when we played for each other on the New England Patriots when we won those championships. Speaking as Mike Vrabel, you gotta go with Tannehill. Now, do I believe Brady, specifically Brady going to Tennessee or, hell, Phillip Rivers, which I think this is a deal that's going to get done, going to Indy, does that put them over Houston? Just to get back to that point, no, I do not. But that's right now. Everything does matter. Everything is contingent on what they do after the entire offseason, free agency and the draft. I will say Phillip Rivers to Indy, no. Tom Brady to Tennessee, yes. Only due to the fact when you take a look at those last seven games of the season, you saw how good Tennessee was. Once again, a good Tom Brady is still better than 70 to 80% of the quarterbacks in the league right now. And I do believe in that 70 to 80%, Tom Brady is better than Ryan Tannehill. You can disagree with me all you want, but I do believe with that, and I'm going to stick by that statement. 
So just just off of that logic alone, yes, Tennessee would dethrone the Texans as the reigning AFC South division champions. I'm not too concerned if Phillip Rivers comes to Indy, but at the end of the day, this is why I'm happy the Texans have Deshaun Watson, because if they didn't, you know, so good and well, their name would be in the bid for Tom Brady and Phillip Rivers, possibly Jameis Wilson, because it wasn't too long ago they was quarterbackless. It, it wasn't a nice, it wasn't a nice time in Houston. You know, yesterday I was glad we were able to answer a lot of you 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 guys uh Twitter street questions. Um it seems like everybody wants to, you know, pick out of the XFL right now. And I forgot to even mention how <laughs> you know, one guy was like, "Let's get June Jones, the XFL head coach." Listen, Bill O'Brien isn't going anywhere anytime soon, guys, so let it go. Uh however, uh I, you know, we got to continue to uh, shout out the XFL. Cody, I want to ask you a question real quick before we kind of move along. What is your favorite sport movie of all time? My favorite sport movie? Yes. There's several, but if I had to pick, I'm picking Space Jam. I knew it. I knew it. Michael Jordan, Buzz Bunny, can't get no better than that. I knew you was going to say that. Well, I kind of want to give you guys an update. The Texans did work out and set up a meeting with All-American Missouri defensive tackle Jordan Elliott on Monday. Elliott is a former West Side standout. Woo-woo! And he is from Missouri City. Okay, Mo City! He is one of the best overall defensive lineman draft prospects and gets high remarks as an interior pass rusher for his positional and scheme versatility in his upper body strength and quickness. He sits at 6'4", 302 pounds, run a 5.0240 at the scouting combine, hit the 225 on a bench press 24 times, pretty strong, and has some type of speed to him. As a junior, Elliott recorded 44 tackles, 10 for a loss, three sacks, and a dozen starts before declaring early for the NFL draft. Let me tell you this. All of this speaks to me. DJ Reader will not return. He's not coming back. They will not resign him. They already re-upped with Brandon Dunn as an interior pass rusher. Well, as an interior defensive lineman, rather, and bringing in Jordan Elliott. He's also homegrown out of the city of Houston. Missouri City and Houston are the same, too. They're, 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 they're brothers and cousins and one at the same time. I don't know. The Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit is what we do with Houston with all these subdivisions. But uh, the likelihood of DJ Reader returning continues to decrease as it's just not going to happen. It's not going to happen. It will increase, rather, the likelihood of him returning back uh, is unlikely, and I think Jordan Elliott could be a very good replacement for DJ Reader. And the Texans have been reported interested in left tackle Trent Williams. So that is some news <laughs> we will discuss on tomorrow's Mm-mm. show. Will that affect anything with Laramie Tunsil and Houston getting that deal done? You know, that's something we're going to talk about tomorrow. 
Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Speaking of tomorrow, John, what is your favorite sports movie of all time? It was just a random question you threw at me. Yeah, it was, right? I was uh, sitting back and uh, I'm going to go with any given Sunday. Mm. Yeah, Jamie Foxx and Al Pacino did a very good job in that movie. And it really explains a lot of the barriers that players go through. It explains a lot of the hardships that players go through and a lot of what goes on uh, behind the scenes with NFL and professional football, which is God in this country, a God in this country, rather. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. And with that being said, this is Locked On Texans only on the Locked On Podcast Network. And please remember to subscribe to Locked On Texans on Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher Megaphone, and Spotify. And once again, my name is Cody Davis. And please remember to follow me on Twitter at Cody, C-O-T-Y-D-A-V-I-S underscore 24. John, some sports guy, Hickman. Follow me on Twitter at some sports guy. That's some sports guy with two Y's and Locked On Texas Twitter page as well at Locked On Texas. You know what? I normally try to leave you guys with a word from the wise, and I'll give you something, but <clears throat> a word from the wise and the rich. Stop. Look around. Take it all in and be thankful. Never stop. Look around, take it all in, and be motivated. That's from Houston's very own Justin James Watt, who recently got married. So I know he's taking it all in and thankful and motivated to be the better husband, which can possibly lead him to be the better player on the field, taking it all in and being thankful for what he has. Until next time, peace. Get you some tacos. Locked On Texas, your daily podcast on the Houston Texans, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team.